0: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing—that was all started by a mouse. <laughs> Are you ready? There
1: is only one Disney. World of my life. I am very invested in not just Disney today, but Disney long term.
0: Hello people, welcome to the Fantasy Fair. The What is it? Oh, that is right. The most magical podcast on earth. Joining me, I have Alexis Moreno. How are you, Alexis?
1: I'm good. Hello. That,
0: that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. You know, it's it's good to it's good to talk to you. It feels like it's been forever since we just like did one of these, just you and I. Because like the last time we it was just um this is the Cruella review, which is up now, <laughs> 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 because like I edited it during the weekend and all that stuff, and I meant to upload it on Monday, but then the week passed, and it was literally until we were recording the um the uh, Red Spotlight episode that I was like, oh wait a minute i forgot to upload. <laughs> so i was like okay i'll upload it and so um so it's up now and all that stuff and you get to listen to our um it this seems to be a theme throughout the red spotlight entertainment network discourse on um <laughs> on uh the avengers campus and whatnot so we have all that going on uh yeah yeah um Yeah. Also, I love your freaking title because usually, like Moreno likes to surprise me with the titles. What did I send? You okay? Because your title of your um of your audio for the event for the Avengers Campus thing was Avengers Locker Room.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: (laughs) So I thought that was funny. Yeah. So like I'm like you like Bucky is Bay um and all that stuff like that just she she likes to leave titles like that so it's always a it's always a um a bonus to editing this episode is just seeing what she's gonna title it um (laughs) and the fact the fact that it does look like freaking a gymnasium (laughs) avengers (laughs) campus i mean it's campus so it's a little bit on the nose but still it's (laughs) it's not even a campus it's a locker room (laughs) Um. So yeah. Um. This episode, we're gonna keep it short, sweet, and to the point. The only news that we have, like big, big news. Um. Moreno. Um. Scarlett Johansson is at it again, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's producing and potentially starring in a Tower of Terror movie. Uh, uh, what do you make of that? news like uh, when you read it what'd you think like i
1: thought it was so random
0: i thought it was random too like what the hell is going on here
1: <laughs> um yeah i don't yeah <laughs> i don't know what else you can do with it that's
0: than already what, been done yeah yeah like, like
1: it's, it's literally an elevator You go up,
0: and then you go down. Dead people. Yeah. Ghosts. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. Halfway through, um, uh, they gut the insides and they turn it into a Guardians of the Galaxy movie.
1: (laughs) 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 Maybe that's why she's starting in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you needed an MCU she's into, the ghost she's the ghost yeah. <laughs> hey she could play anything you know she could play a tree she could play <laughs> anything she wants cause um, that's acting <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know it's just again i don't know i mean it's interesting we'll see where this goes i guess it's, it's just so the,
0: weird it's the most random piece of news ever it's just like <laughs> uh okay the scarlet jo- it looks like it you, you know the onion it yeah felt, it felt like one of those articles but okay. it's actually <laughs> legit like it looked like a like a fake like but uh, uh,
1: yeah like one of it, those prank also, articles like what comes to my mind is also like I know that this isn't, like, confirmed, and, and I know that he does want to do it and stuff, but I just want the Haunted Mansion movie. Yeah. With, I uh,
0: think what's his name? Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Literally
1: I, all I want.
0: <laughs> Moreno, I think you're not the only one i think a lot of people want this a lot of people are clamoring about it everybody has been like where's guillermo del toro's you know a uh, uh, freaking haunted mansion movie and like it seems like disney is doing everything that they can not exactly. to make that happen like
1: what more does he need to do
0: <laughs> yeah like
1: just give it to him already
0: yeah, I mean, it's going to be weird. It's going to be wacky. Maybe it's too weird and wacky because Disney likes to keep it within the Disney format. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why, but I, I would find that, like, because it's such a match made in heaven and he loves the Haunted Mansion and he loves the lore of it but all. But then think you that... have,
1: like, pirates.
0: Yeah. And with... that
1: one's, like, not very Disney-ish.
0: Yeah, and you took it, like... and freaking michael eisner almost shut down pirates of the caribbean multiple times because he was saying that johnny depp was ruining his movie (laughs) they were like what wait what's going on are why are you why are you acting like that you know and so (laughs) why why are you doing bad keith richards impressions (laughs) 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 um so yeah i don't know i don't know i think i think uh yeah that's what the fans want, but what we get is Scarlett Johansson's. I know. What we get character. is the puppets. <laughs> the mu- hey, I'm not complaining though. That's Not
1: complaining, <laughs> but it's kind of funny.
0: It's going to be funny. I'm I I actually thought about that while at work. I was like, "Ooh, I'm excited November." <laughs> um so yeah, that was the only big piece of news really that that's happened in Disney so far. Um Yeah. So, um, do you want to dive right into this conversation?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: that joke went swimmingly, don't you think? No?
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised. Like, we're, like, 74 episodes in already, and I'm surprised you haven't quit. <laughs> I would have been done with this bullshit a long time ago. I'm just like, who is this guy? Why does he keep making jokes? <laughs> they don't even land. No. It 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 it, it it's it, yeah. There's not much depth to the <laughs> to the jokes. Um it doesn't hold water. <laughs> okay all right i'll stop let's get into luke (laughs) um before we get into spoilers we'll just get general thoughts and then we'll uh shoot the shit from there uh this episode should be fairly fairly shorter than usual um so luca moreno did you like it did you not like it tell us about it
1: i really like this movie i thought it was so cute I thought it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different, I feel, from what Pixar has done,
0: but in the mm. best way. Right.
1: Um, and yeah, I just, I really enjoyed this movie. I cried, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um. Really?
0: Alexis Moreno crying <laughs> to a movie?
1: Uh, But it's really cute.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. It's a it's a cute movie. It, it it's it, it, there is not one color of the rainbow that wasn't utilized because this movie, boy, the colors pop in this. Um, it felt I don't know if it's because the design of the dad or something like that, but it felt very much like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs in oh my some God, areas. That's
1: so funny!
0: Like it, like that's what I felt. I felt like I that love kind that of movie, vibe. Though, so um i felt like this is it 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 doesn't feel like a pixar movie um but but that's just that i think that's a good thing because it like deviates from like the natural formula of things with pixar and Mm -hmm. all that stuff and it felt it it feels like it 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 is you know you're absolutely right when you say that it felt different you know and it it is a very different pixar movie than we've ever gotten before you know, and I think that um, this is just a little taste of how the I mean, so far they've been knocking out of the park with Onward with Soul so far. And now Luca, I'm pretty excited about what's coming for or, you know, what's coming next, you know, with mm-hmm. like I, what what's the ne- turning red, big red.
1: Yeah. Also, I totally like I knew that this movie was coming out, but I didn't realize how soon Encanto was going to come out?
0: When's Encanto coming out?
1: This year!
0: Oh, I knew it was coming out this year. I was like, wait a minute, is it, like, right around the corner?
1: Well, I assume it's, like, November. That's usually when those... When they do that. But I was like, what the fuck? I, like, completely, like, forgot about that.
0: Wow. Um but yeah even lightyear even projects like lightyear mm-hmm. i'm actually intrigued about because of the way that pixar has been going so far like if this is different then mm-hmm. lightyear is probably going to be different um so i'm excited i'm excited for everything that's coming next for pixar and i think that um this movie um coded and all i think it 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 really holds a candle to um, different prospects. of so storytelling, I think that um, is really relevant today, and how um, a lot of things are ship-shape, you know, in, in the creative uh, process. So, yeah. I really like Luca. It was really cute, really adorable. I love the characters, um, story, and everything. Yeah. So, Luca. Go check it out. It's on Disney Plus for free. Um <coughs> it, If you already have Disney Plus, so there we go. Um, Yeah, let's dive right into spoilers. Uh, Where do you want to begin with spoilers? Do you want to talk about um, Alberto and Luca's uh, relationship? Yeah. Because I think that's a big one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, is... Uh, let, let's let, let's you know talk about the elephant in the room uh do you find this movie queer coded mm. cuz i for one i definitely see it
1: like i see it but also no uh
0: uh-huh. um,
1: just because I feel like one of the tones that the movie is going for is like very to be very like innocent. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like that's how it's supposed to be portrayed. Like you're it's not like like it's in your face, but it's not in your face, and it's like this is just who they are. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like I don't I do see it, but I don't see it in, like, a negative way, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, something that a lot of people should know is that Italian culture, they're very affectionate. They're very hands-on. And they're very handsy. They're very, like, you know hugging and mm-hmm. and kissing that's just like a second nature to a lot of a lot of people and you know they're not afraid to show like just okay just throw out italians europeans in general <laughs> mm-hmm. are very like affectionate with especially the romantic um and i'm not using romantic as in like the love aspect i'm talking about the romantic um uh areas of europe like france italy greece and all that stuff it's very um very uh unabashedly uh, affectionate with one another that Mm -hmm. um us americans who are um who are so intertwined with toxic masculinity i think that it is very odd to see two Mm -hmm. boys hugging in a yeah I, i
1: i did get that as well
0: yeah, so I think that that's where a lot of people are like, "Wait a minute, you know what's going on here?" Are they, you know, even even to where uh, my brother, when I was watching with him, he said, "Are they gay?" You know, so I I totally get where a lot of people are coming from in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I really uh, but their relationship I think is really cute and adorable. I I don't. I don't, like, it's totally, like, I read it as totally plutonic and, like, this is, like, the best, the first best friend that you've uh-huh. ever had kind yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I saw it, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's because, like, you know, this is the first best friend that they ever had. I mean, this is their first, not just best friend, but friend in general, mm-hmm. so they're oh, obviously gonna be, like, over the moon about one another. And, yeah,
1: and, like, I... I like that this also, like, we get to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. um, That, you know, I like that it's two, like, boys and that it's okay for them to be this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, more people mm -hmm. should be this way.
0: Because often we. Yeah. Because often we see. uh, We saw. We see um this dynamic with women you mm-hmm. know but because of like again with toxic masculinity and everything like that we always get um uh two dude bros and all that stuff yeah. and you know standing you know sitting five foot from each, you know af- apart from each other in a hot tub because they're not gay kind of thing mm-hmm. i mean and and, it, it, you know, a lot of friendships, like often you see, like, like, uh, like Vin Diesel and Paul Walker kind of, uh, Fast and the Furious relationship where it's like, bro, dude, bro kind of thing, mm-hmm. but not like, uh, like, oh, like not afraid to show your feelings yeah, towards one yeah. another that we've, uh, that I think, uh, threw a lot of people for a spin in this movie.
1: hmm. And,. To for this to be aimed at kids and to let them know it's okay to show your feelings, it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to, you know, feel things. Yeah, <laughs> and not hide them or push them down. Yeah,
0: which again, like, but then with the with the um with the queer codedness, um, they're sea monsters and they hide who they are from the mass public. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that I, I think that right there is the more uh keen allegory towards the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um that I that I find like really like oh okay this is this can be that especially especially for the month that we're in in pride month it is very appropriate. Um I see like and then all of a sudden these two uh these two women who have been following around in the movie um it turns out they're sea monsters as well, mm-hmm. you know. And they, they come out into the open and you're freaking... Yeah, so I don't know. What do you think about that, the whole sea monster thing? Or do you think that it's just because they're sea monsters and nobody should look further into it?
1: Uh, wait, what? I didn't understand your question.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Is it just... Um is it just that there are sea monsters and there is no other context involved or can it be also implied Oh yeah
1: I I think it can be
0: Because the um because the the director of the movie um has specifically stated that oh it's just it's just a simple story. You don't have to look any further into the into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um he but, kind of pulled in Anthony Mackey. Yeah, <laughs> but regard. I think
1: that like it can be obviously like that's what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Like the first thing that comes to mind because um when you talk about that community, that's a big, you know, conversation. You know, like people, I'm sure get asked all the time, like when did you guys come out? Like when, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, or like the their coming out story, like obviously that that's something that they have to deal with at all times, whether they feel comfortable enough to talk about it or not. Um, but I think that it can be used for other things as well, just like you know, feeling out of place i don't know like feeling different from those around you Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't have to be that it could just be like you as a person you know so obviously yeah that is like the main one that comes to mind but i think it can be used for other things as well
0: yeah. Also like I we should I, I think it's a, a note to be celebrated upon because we like usually with these kind of movies, usually it leaves on a sour note, like, yeah, it's okay to be um this way. But to some you, you might wanna hide yourself a little bit. But here they're like, No, you know, let yourself be a sea monster, let it be out in the open, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing and not be ashamed of who you are kind of thing that I
1: those those that support you will find you eventually
0: yeah and I think that was very uplifting I think that's a very uplifting message to you know uh, to share especially with you know nowadays you know how everybody is so quick to attack Mm -hmm. you know and I find that this is a movie that like shows that aspect of you know, of what humanity can be in that uh in in that sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that with that being said, I think that it really made it uh more um more positive and showing that differences can be more positive than negative than other movies tend to be. Like, yeah, it's okay, but you gotta hide yourself a little bit more and be more careful of who you're with, kind of thing. But no, it's like fuck whoever you're with or anything like that just be who you are you know yeah. and i and i think that's more like progressively forward than yeah. any other mm-hmm. thing i
1: actually didn't notice that so yeah that, that's kind of cool yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so I, in, in many ways this is a more progressive movie than uh than Most. we've gotten <laughs> before so um yeah there was a villain in this movie he was, he he was okay. He kind of remu- he kind of looked like um a a sting. I don't know if you you know of the hit TV show called Lazy Town.
1: Oh my god!
0: But he looked like stingy from Lazy <laughs> Town. <laughs> I
1: thought he was kind of funny. Like there's some things that are
0: Machissimo kind of thing. <laughs> yeah
1: uh, he got a little bit aggressive though at one point when he started throwing the, the freaking spears at them I was like oh okay yeah. I guess this is what's happening <laughs> this is
0: what's happening Um, I don't know okay I'm not gonna say much upon the the matter but have you seen the movie Kite Runner no okay Um, actually
1: i might have but i probably don't remember
0: (laughs) okay there's a certain scene i'm not gonna be descript about it um uh but there's a scene where the bullies meet our two heroes in an alley and something happens that i was like oh shit and it gave me that the, the cat, that kind of vibe. I'm like, what the fuck is gonna happen now? What what are you doing, Pixar? Yeah. Um, and it, it just like it gave me flashback PTSD <laughs> kind of thing, and I was just like, oh my god, don't <laughs> don't <laughs> go there. Oh, uh, yeah. For those who saw Kite Runner, um, sorry that you did. It is a depressing as hell movie, um. But those who have know what scene I'm talking about, and it's just <laughs> it's very, um, very obtuse in terms mm. of what it what it does. Uh, um,
1: this what's his—I forgot his name—but he feels like, um, like I'm not really complaining about him. It just feels. Or I wish that they would have spent more time on his character development. Like, if anything, um, the bad guy—I forgot. His oh, name. the bully. Yeah, okay. yeah. well yeah. I'm um, on Because I feel like he is just bad to be bad, and I feel like that's so like not. On it's
0: brand. so two thousand five. <laughs>
1: Um, it just felt. I feel like out of the whole movie, he might be my only complaint. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that they would have done a little bit more. Maybe give like a reason as to why like he does these things. Because I feel like he just is again is mean to be mean.
0: Ercole Visconti is his name.
1: Mhm. He's a very Italian name.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, all these names are freaking uh, um, Italian as hell. Julia, spelled with a J, yeah. G I U. Um <laughs> every Marcovago. time I hear that
1: name, I, when I was watching the movie, every time I hear the name Julia, I am a really big fan of the wedding singer. Oh my and gosh. And <laughs> when she's trying out her wedding dress and she goes, Julia Julia, and then starts crying
0: because <laughs> that's going
1: <laughs> to be her name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah sorry
0: <laughs> um, a little detail on the names Luca Paguro um, Paguro means hermit crab in Italian um, and if you know hermit crabs you know coming out of the shell you know that's the, that's the allegory for there Scorfan, uh, Alberto Scorfano which means a, a red fish in Italian or scorpion fish depending on which region you're in um, which is interesting. I love the plot line. Is just they want to ride a fucking. They want to own a fucking scooter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's such a simple. I mean, but it, this is where I find it charming. Is that's a very um, um, childlike aspiration.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like hey, what do you want to do? You know, when you grow up, kid. I want to be an astronaut or like, yeah. you know, something, something simplified I guess is mm-hmm. like uh, a very childlike quality to have to you know uh, as a child and what do these two what do our two heroes want they want a freaking scooter mm-hmm. I mean it's like it's kind of like a Christmas story where you know the all the kid wants the main plot is a kid wants a BB gun <laughs>
1: yeah. and that's it yeah l- but then like I feel uh-huh. like Um, it's like their development and like especially like with Luca where he you know explores this like new world and then decides like I really want to like learn things I love learning things I love going to school I would like to go to school and that's Mm -hmm. kind of like his new like this is what I want to do now
0: yeah being completely dumbstruck by you know by the universe Mm -hmm. by how it works and this newfound knowledge of like it 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 it, this is where it delves into like some little mermaid territory too because like the way that they tackled the you know fish out of water story really went well i feel Mm -hmm. you know because usually it could have been just like oh what's this a cell phone oh my god weird wacky (laughs) things happen with it you know (laughs) But no, like they they tackled it really well and they adapted and it just like they just left it at that and Mm -hmm. I think that was really a welcome addition. You know, going against the grain of you know of cliches, I think is really really good. Um, I like Julia's dad.
1: I love that man. Oh my god, I feel like he made me cry the most. (laughs) <laughs> um, from his like exterior, where he just seems like a scary guy, but like mm-hmm. no, like he's just like a dad, like a human, a total
0: softy, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and his story with his arm, how he's just like yeah, this is how it is.
0: Yeah, like it's just
1: it is what it is type of thing, and, but like not he's... in like a negative way.
0: Yeah, and he's born with a deformity. mm Hmm. I think that's an added thing as well that we've never seen before in a Pixar—just deformity not being highlighted, but just being part of the norm.
1: Yeah. Um, And then I think like the 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 thing he did that got to me was how he saw these kids. He he like knew like this isn't normal that they're here. Mm -hmm. and he kind of i don't know put together like that uh what's his name um alberto was like different from luca and that he may have needed a little bit more help yeah um i don't know i just i love that (laughs)
0: Um, and also I like the fact or the, a little bit of backstory with Alberto is that he was born without a father you know well he what he had a very <laughs> not born without a father how can that be um, there's a there's a sperm clinics underneath the underneath the sea <laughs> oh no oh no um, like something whale. he
1: was missing something bigger if, like, and he kind of yeah. put that together
0: yeah, and, like, he had an absent father, you know, and all that stuff. That's what I meant to say. Um, And the, the fact that uh, he kind of filled in those shoes kind of mm-hmm. thing, that I think that really added to that. Also, the voice acting, I think, is really good in this. Yeah. Um, the dynamic between uh Jack Grazer, I think that's his name, mm-hmm. the guy from Shazam, Um. <laughs> And Jacob Tremblay, you know who he is. We all know who he is.
1: <laughs> we know who he is.
0: <laughs> we know who he is. Um, and uh, Emma Berman, uh, uh, Julia, I think that the She's three She's so ki- good. Yeah. The voice acting between those three, I think, were impeccable. And, like... Usually, kid actors—they—they they usually range from one to one or ten, but never in between. Where there's like nuance to their characters, but there's actual nuance. Like um the only thing, the only quirk that was ever like established was Julia like loved referring to cheese.
1: <laughs> me—that is me.
0: Like I pecorino or I mozzarella. <laughs> And all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, all right. (laughs) It's like us Americans going like this oh, my cheddar.
1: (laughs) Oh, my American cheese.
0: Oh, my American cheese. (laughs) That sounds wrong in so many levels. (laughs) Um,. But yeah, I like I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I like the the kids. The kids are really charming, and I you know honestly, I would like to see not a sequel, but I'd like to see another short or something like.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like maybe that would be good because I do have a lot of questions.
0: Okay. <laughs> What are the uh, questions? In
1: regards to just, like, this world that they live mm-hmm.
0: in. Um,
1: right. Like, how does it work? <laughs> <laughs> just how does it work? How does it work? <laughs> um,
0: that could be a critique of the movie, maybe. Like, how does this but, like, work? But, like, I don't
1: think that it's, like, important to the story that they're trying to say. It's just kind of, yeah. like, my personal, like, I want to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um what do you feel about the parents?
1: Um that too is another question. But um there How do parents feel, work? Yeah, no. <laughs> um I thought they were okay. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that the dolphin thing was kind of funny.
0: It is funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's very, like, relatable, Um, but I don't know. I, I like them just because, like, they're very, or, like, at least the mom is, like, super overprotective, but in the end, she was like, yeah, like, I need to let him become his own person, and you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, it is very, like, very typical parent, you know, but I I feel like they're, instead of, like, being, like, mean about it, Mm -hmm. they're well meaning. Yeah. yeah. You could easily have, like, your King Triton moment where Mm -hmm. after Ariel says, Daddy, I love him, and completely wrecks her freaking, um, her fandom room. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like the thing that they had where they're, like, look me in the eye or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, also it's like it's very warming because like Maya Rudolph and Jim Gaffigan I think feel are very like warming kind of voices mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um and then playing the parents I think made made establish that they're like they're not a, you know they're they're not out against you. Yeah. You know, they just want you know they just want you to be safe, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing and you know and it's not overbearingly so. Yeah. I feel like it's just they they're just they just want you okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. They could have easily done the whole thing and all that stuff. Um, I like the I like the fact that Sasha Baron Cohen is the uncle.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize that's so funny. <laughs> Dude, that, that part made me laugh so much No, the part that made me laugh so much was when Luca's talking and then he looks over and sees a grandma and the grandma has her eyes open but she's asleep yeah oh my god i died that was so funny
0: and then she laughs yeah (laughs) i like the fact that she just casually every weekend goes up to the surface like grandma's grandma's got a whole secret uh second life
1: (laughs) dude the girl was so cool
0: (laughs) the grandma is freaking cool i like the grandma um yeah you know Grandma has and freaking Disney. I think are really freaking mm-hmm. like Pocahontas. She has a tree. Mm-hmm. Moana. Her grandma's a fucking badass. Oh, AKA the best one is
1: Mulan. Mulan.
0: Yeah. Would you like to
1: stay forever? Forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I like. How lucky can the ancestors be? They are dead. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I like I like elderly uh, figures in these disney movies they're they're pretty they're pretty good mm-hmm. um yeah did you see the end credits i did yeah it's just the it's just more of the uncle <laughs> I, think it's funny. I like how you had the um in order for him to breathe you have to punch him in the in the heart <laughs> to keep him alive
1: <laughs> and when like, he starts J-. talking about the food
0: <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just placed freaking. Uh, I, <laughs> I just go. placed Sasha Baron Yeah, and just said, "Okay, just do it. You got to do, <laughs> and we'll call it good." <laughs> um. Yeah. I I I think it's cool that the premiere of this movie was at a freaking aquarium.
1: <laughs> but <right>. not only, al-
0: <laughs> it, it's. It's not just an aquarium it was an Italian aquarium oh wow you gotta, you gotta put that in in a in asterisks an Italian uh <laughs> yeah so I think that's pretty cool um my favorite part of this movie was the end credits when it said that it was made in fuzzy slippers across the bay area. <laughs> And if that's not the perfect image of the show must go on, I don't know what else is because like we've, we've all had a year, you know, we've all, we, we, you know, coronavirus is the fucking worst. And, you know, it, Took a lot of things, but then also a lot of creativity came out of mm-hmm. this, and Luca is one of those, and I like that this movie is a byproduct of that year, yeah, kind of yeah. thing, and the creativity that came out of it. You know, the movie's good, and all that stuff, and I, and I love the movie, yeah, but I like that this shows, like, the little shout-out to the artists that really made the movie, I think.
1: hmm And... I feel like they went all out. The movie the movie itself just looks so beautiful. His little like dream sequences are so good. Yeah. So pretty. Those are I think my favorite parts. Also, um, another thing that I really liked about the movie is the score.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. You know, honestly, like Hans Zimmer will do a good job with it. But Dan Romer, the guy who did the score for this, he was supposed to do No Time to Die. But instead he was like, oh, but then right after he was assigned to Luca. So I think it's a fair trade, I think. It, it,
1: I think he did so good. Every time I like heard it in little like bits and pieces, I would turn to David and I would just be like, dude, it's so good.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really atmospheric, and Mm -hmm. you feel like you're part of, you know, you feel the briskness of the Italian breeze. (laughs) (laughs) I sound so fucking pretentious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, also I like the added. I mean, there was no English song. In sight, it was all italian music Mm -hmm. um and i and i like that like i love the italian vibe of this movie that i think it really set the mood of what movie that this is gonna be Mm -hmm. i feel i don't know how you feel
1: yeah i think the same it's it's so good i loved it also like the beginning i think well i don't know i feel like the the only movie that came to mind to reference this, was um, what is it called? I don't know if, like, at school, uh, in drama class, you saw it, but I that's where I saw this movie. The cinema,
0: oh, cinema paradiso, yeah, 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 yeah. I that's a great movie, it's
1: such a good movie, and that's like immediately came to mind.
0: Yeah, it could, it, just because it's Italian. No, but like... No, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: but like I've seen others, but I yeah. feel like this one kind of reminded me a lot of that one.
0: Yeah, just because I, I feel like the the authenticity mm-hmm. of, of like Italian filmmaking, because like Italian filmmaking tends to be colorful as fuck. Yeah. And, all that stuff so i mean if you look at freaking if you compare american um westerns versus an italian spaghetti western those are two different animals because one is like gray toned and all that stuff versus like if you watch a man with no name or the good the bad and the ugly colorful as hell uh animation and all that stuff really goes with the with italian filmmaking i feel Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. I I really yeah. What do you think about the scenery because I think the scenery was absolutely gorgeous oh, of yeah. the Riviera.
1: Mhm. It's it's movie so pretty.
0: <laughs> also the way that they animated like Pixar has a way of animating food.
1: Food, water, everything. That,
0: that pesto pasta looked fantastic. <laughs> i wanted some (laughs) (laughs) um yeah the uh the gelado that um that they would eat also looked really freaking delicious and just just the plain noodles itself (laughs) looked freaking fantastic and i wanted to eat it all um the water it didn't look realistic but i like this because it looked like I don't know if you played the game Super Mario Sunshine.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> it looked like that. It looked like <laughs> I was in Delfino Square. <laughs> that's what it felt like. This that okay. Scratch everything I said about aesthetics. This movie is Super Mario Sunshine <laughs> to a T, like the and honestly, I I can't complain because that's a good game. Um so yeah, I I really I really dug this movie. Um, little little linear notes about this movie. Um, Dan Romer, the guy who uh, composed the score, um, he was hired April first, twenty twenty
1: one. Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. So imagine the crunch time and still delivering a great score. Wow. Yeah, because originally, wow. yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ennio uh, Morricone who was supposed to compose it, but uh, unfortunately he died. And those who know, um, yeah. you might know him from the Good and Bad, the Ugly. I mentioned before. I mean, he did the he did he did all that stuff. He did the Ecstasy of Gold, which is probably one of the best cinematics like soundtracks ever you know and I think that um, he was supposed to do it but um, unfortunately he died Um, so yeah just the fact that they were on a crunch time and it still delivered a great Mm freaking score I think is really good Um, yeah yeah I wish more people would see it I feel like it's not being talked about enough
1: well that's I think another part of this conversation that we should have which is why isn't it at the movies <laughs>
0: exactly like this would be a big freaking selling point um i was talking to a co-worker and um the uh she said that the only way to get her her son to sit down for like more than two seconds is by putting on the movie luca Yay. and and her kid keeps on going again 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 you know and she she says she's probably seen it, like, I don't know, 20 times already, <laughs> just from how many times. But, yeah, this is a total theater-saving movie. Yep. Don't know why it's not on, you know, on the big screen. This would be a good big-screen movie to have.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I, it's so funny because I was watching a review of this, mm-hmm. and um, they they talked about, like, the movie not being in theaters and just being on Disney Plus. And I honestly didn't even like think this. I immediately went like got defensive and was like that's kind of bullshit that it's not at the movies, but mm-hmm. I guess. Um
0: And the only theater you could see it at is the freaking El Capitan. <laughs>
1: Which I mean on brand again. But <laughs> um Disney exclusive. But, but the people that I was watching were like, Yeah, when they announced that it was gonna be on Disney Plus, I or that they felt very much it was like on brand for Pixar because it was gonna be very accessible to people. Um Obviously, like, with COVID, nobody really knew where we were going to be at at this time. Uh And because Pixar has always seemed to be the um, company that's very, like, very much about the art Uh um, and the artists. Um, So they thought that it was Pixar, the ones that were doing it. But obviously... Not
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, so and that there is a little bit of animosity between both studios right now for that reason because this is not the first, it's the second that they've yeah. sent straight to Disney Plus. Which, like, it's not like a bad thing that it's like straight to Disney Plus, but it is a little bit like, why?
0: It's a little bit telling of like the faith of the movie going audience and what they want
1: uh-huh
0: um, because like soul oh my god i would love to see that on the big mm-hmm. screen uh, Luca, my god! This movie is big. Like the, of all the of the both movies, this one especially is begging to be on the big screen because of all the vibrant color that you get, mm-hmm. and all the freaking detail that they put into the city, and you know, and the un, you know, just seeing like the details of the characters' expressions and the dream sequences, and mm-hmm. and how like this move this the city is just jam packed with detail. You would think that, oh, put it on the big screen. That way you have a bigger canvas to, yeah. you know, to display your art, you know. And I think that that is, like, um, I think when they say that, oh, we're thinking about the artists and all that stuff. I think it's a very, I think it's very patronizing. Because wouldn't you want your artists to display their art on the biggest canvas possible? You know? And I think it's very... um a damning and telling of where um, the mindset, the business mindset of Disney is going forward because of that.
1: I don't know. It's just it's, a, I, it's such a weird decision, I think. Um. Like, why not just do both if that's the case? Yeah, porque know. no los
0: dos, I think.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a little bit weird. I honestly thought like that they were going to change their minds like last minute.
0: Yeah, like they could easily do that. It's fucking Disney. They're able to make decisions like that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's a little weird. <laughs> or
0: at least scatter the movie to 300 uh, picture houses, you know, across the nation, I think, you know, mm-hmm. and make a little bit of money. Yeah. Cuz the only money it's made so far is 5 million. Which, if it, that's only coming from El Capitan Theater, mm-hmm. imagine how that would do nationwide. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. I think that this movie should be...
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's no time. They can still do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they will. We'll see, I guess. I
0: don't I don't think they will. Yeah. I think...
1: Because I think the next one is coming out in, like, a month. So...
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just really, it, like, this whole thing is just bizarre.
1: It is. It's a little weird.
0: Um, again, and it's also weird that it's only the Pixar movies that are getting this treatment and not, like, Cruella, you know, when Black Like, Widow... I would have at
1: least thought Cruella would have been, like, just for Disney Plus. But, yeah. but maybe not because of who's in it. And they were probably expensive. So, <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know, especially because you have an Oscar winner under mm-hmm. your belt. I think both. that both, yeah. Shit. Um, I'm <laughs> 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 Um, but yeah, I like this movie. Um, yeah, yep, I have no other thoughts about this movie. How about you?
1: No, just go and watch it. yeah go watch
0: it please Please. it needs to be like those numbers need to really like go up in terms of like viewership to show that hey people want to watch these movies you know if it was in theater i would pay a ticket and watch it you know when and i don't know how many times because like i want to catch the detail <laughs> and all stuff. I want to find the Pizza Planet truck and wonder if where it is.
1: <laughs> I always forget. Every time I watch like new Pixar movies, I always forget to look for those. Hey,
0: but that's a good thing, though. You're no, forgetting because well, you're so immersed. First of all,
1: I did see the truck. I didn't yeah. notice that one, but that's it.
0: I saw the ball I in the truck. The ball was in uh, 22's room.
1: Mm. Did you see anything here?
0: No, I didn't Mm-mm.
1: actually.
0: Oh, I saw one. That was a um. That was a shout out to one of the employees, uh, working there. Um, there was a record from uh, Nikolai Petera, from Nick Pitera Oh. Yeah, there was a record that was for that was from Nikolai. Oh my uh, god, that's
1: so cool. Oh. my god
0: and that nick patera is um is italian as well so i think that's that fits that's so
1: cool wow
0: yeah so that's the only easter egg i saw oh donald duck there's a donald duck plush. that That was it though those two (laughs) i don't know do you know where the pinocchio uh, pinocchio but it's more of the classical Pinocchio, though, I, like I feel. Or it could have been. I don't know. Disney, 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 Disney. <laughs> Synergy. Um. So, yeah. Any final thoughts?
1: Go watch it. That's it. Go.
0: Yeah. Same. Anyway. Uh, did you like what you heard here? And if you did, you go check us out everywhere you listen to podcasts. Literally anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, the only thing we have planned for you next is uh, Beyond the Ears with uh, Snow White in the parks, but that's it. <gasps> oh my god! Speaking of Snow White, what do you think of the news of uh, Rachel Ziegler uh, being Snow White?
1: Um, I've honestly never seen her in anything, so I mm-hmm. have no thoughts.
0: It's an interesting casting choice, I have to it say. It
1: is, it is.
0: Like it's out of left field that I find very interesting. So yeah. But anyway, um so we're doing that next. Um I don't know what else we're doing, to be honest.
1: We'll figure something out.
0: Yeah, we always we always wind up doing something, yeah so uh if there's like big major news we're definitely gonna drop it here on on the podcast right here uh yeah yeah so stay groovy stay spunky and as always everyone stay magical everyone when you wish upon a star make no- Will come the, the world is a carousel of colors.
1: Oh,